0: Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 232. This is the Tuesday, September 18th edition of the show. It is the college football and NFL football recap show for weeks three and weeks two. We had to do this one remotely, so Chris had to join me on a video call As always, the show is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can check out more at tunicatravel.com. You can check out our stuff at winningcureseverything.com. You can follow us on Twitter at winningcures. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. And as always, subscribe to us on YouTube and any of your favorite podcast apps. Let's go ahead and get into this thing. All right, this is the winning cures everything college football week three starting eleven. Uh, if you were watching on Facebook, YouTube, whatever, the black screen here is our buddy Chris. It's the uh, best I've ever looked. It really, it really is. Like I, I don't know what Boston did to you, but uh, but Boston made you look better. <laughs> All right, so uh, of course, as always, it is brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier gambling, uh, sports gambling destination. Well, and gambling, whatever. Um, but yeah, lots of sports books down there. They've got six of them. Go check them out. Fantastic, Chris. Let's jump right in. Are you? Uh, are you ready to talk about your Tigers? Yeah, man. LSU twenty-two, Auburn twenty-one. I was, Koto
1: pick, huh? about, I was. How about? I was dead Koto wrong over Tom Herman. I want to talk about that. I want
0: to talk about that. <laughs> hey, Tom Herman had a pretty good weekend. Whatever. We'll get into him.
1: He beat up on a garbage team from the Pac-12. We beat up on two <laughs> top 10 teams. The only school in the country's got two top 10 wins.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Like Joe Burrow looks like he's uh looks like he's all right. And like the numbers still aren't fantastic. 15 out of 34, but uh Two hundred forty-nine yards and a touchdown, and in some major, major drives in the fourth quarter. Uh, LSU's defense held Auburn in three hundred twenty-eight total yards. Picked off Jarrett Stidham twice. Uh, LSU held the ball for thirty-five minutes in this ball game. Old it was, school football. Yeah, it was pretty much domination. So it's, yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited. I like
1: this team. The more I've watched them, uh, they're they're young. They're gonna make mistakes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying this one right now, but I, you know, I, I don't know that this is a team that can win the SEC. I don't know that they can beat Bama. I don't know that they can compete with Georgia. We still have to play both of them in the regular season.
0: But you um, get them at home.
1: Yeah, but I don't. Kind of. I don't know that it matters. I'm going to enjoy this one. <laughs> I'm not going to worry about it. Uh, they they did look great. Coach O is making all the right moves. He looks like a different person.
0: Well, I, I had them at one and two at this point, and right now they're the only team in the country that has two road neutral site uh, top ten wins. As a matter we, of fact, like, there's had multiple... We two top ten wins,
1: and we didn't play either one of them at home.
0: Yeah, and, and to go beyond that, uh, I think there's like only one... I think maybe the SEC is the only Power Five conference that, uh, that actually has that like total... And LSU's got it by themselves. No, we're, so, yeah, we're the
1: only team in the country.
0: Oh yeah, I mean it's it's bananas. Uh, you know what it reminds me of though, and like I don't know if you'll agree with this or not. This this looks a lot like in like a Les Miles team, doesn't it? It it,
1: it really does. Um, Orgeron, these kids want to play for him. He he's a he's a super excitable guy. Uh, I I. I I'm getting a little frustrated and tired of the uh, you know the way he talks jokes now like that bit's been going on since he was at Ole Miss you know like this oh yeah at some point in time this this is this is who he is this is what he sounds like and, yeah. and it's 2018 and let's get over that you know the, the the sports writer asking you know do you need a translator communicate with him come on get off my lawn with that crap <laughs>
0: Look, it will continue on until he is no longer coaching. Well, it's because because nobody's
1: creative. Nobody knows how to to make a joke about somebody that's not the cheesiest, simplest thing to to say.
0: Well, I think the biggest thing is there are still casual fans out there that don't know who he is, right? So when they run across it...
1: I just disagree. I don't think there's a single college football fan that does not know after the decade and a half of him being involved in college football that he is a thing. This is what he looks like. This is what he sounds like and this is what he acts like. Everybody knows him.
0: You might be right. You might be right. So he might be the
1: most recognizable face in college football.
0: You know, you might be right about that. With with the YouTube song and whatnot that went uh that went so yeah. viral. While uh, he was at old
1: miss and all this stuff. Yeah. What he did at USC. We're talking about big programs. He took over USC for that interim time, that's not some slouch.
0: No, you're right. You're right. So West Coast and East Coast all know about him. Yeah, he may be the, uh, the most recognizable face. Yeah. So I'd love to have a study done on that. That'd be fantastic. Well, he's fantastic. distinct.
1: Like Dabo and Saban, if you put them in a room full of 50 other people, they just blend in. They just yeah, like nobody cool knew.
0: Dudes. he He's going to stand out. Oh, you got that right. So I don't know who the other one might be. Maybe Urban Meyer. Maybe well,
1: that's just for negative purposes right now, today. Yeah, somebody so, with that, distinctive facial features.
0: Well, it'd be all O. It's all Coach O right now. Orgeron, uh, it surprised me. He, like, he's got this thing rolling right now. He he they believes in good. himself, and yeah, they looked really really good. It's going to be a very interesting uh, late October, early November for them because they they got Georgia, Mississippi State, and Alabama all coming up. have Florida. Yeah, and Florida on the road, yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, that's, that's coming up very soon, very, this very is, soon. This is
1: going to be the hardest schedule in the country. I mean, Auburn and LSU are going to play the hardest schedules in the country.
0: Yeah, I do agree with that. Uh, let's move on from there about, uh, you know, hardest schedules and, and whatnot. Uh, these weren't necessarily hard schedules, but who is more disappointing right now, Willie Taggart or Chip Kelly? Oh, Willie so, Taggart yeah, it, it is a complete disaster. Florida State, 1-2. and two, Their only win is over Samford, and, and that was a, a train wreck of a game anyway. Uh, they look terrible after a 30-7 to beatdown at Syracuse. UCLA uh, gets blown out at home by Fresno State, 38-14, to 14, uh, after looking like they had a little bit of life at Oklahoma the week before.
1: The, the difference in those two schools is, is Mora left nothing at UCLA. There is no talent whatsoever. Florida State still has four and five stars across the board all over the field. They're just not good at football. Yeah, They're athletes. They're talented. They're not good at football. UCLA, they're not even talented.
0: Yeah, I, I think I agree with you. Now, the issue is, like, I've heard somebody talking the other day about uh, uh, recruiting rankings and how the players that are at UCLA – Actually have higher recruiting rankings than any of the classes that Chip Kelly had at Oregon yeah, I don't know. It, the difference to me though is that the players that were recruited to Oregon fit a scheme, and the players at UCLA are just a hodgepodge right like I don't right. think they necessarily go together. like they might have talent and whatnot, but if it doesn't fit what you're trying to do. I don't know how successful you can be.
1: Are we learning that coaches that sit out of football for a couple of years, maybe there was a reason they sat out of football and you can't just jump back in and get into it and just take over a school and be great again?
0: I think that well, it, it depends on the coach, right? Um, I don't,
1: I'm just saying, I wonder if we can throw a blanket statement on. If a guy sits out for two, three years, He's he's probably not the guy you want to hire to take over a major program.
0: You know, I, yeah. If he sits out two three years, yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, but I mean, at the same time, Rich Rodriguez uh, when he went to Arizona started out three and zero. Jim Mora when he went into UCLA, he started out three and zero, I believe. You know, and those were guys that that had sat out for a little while. Uh, and but but they never had and major those things happened six seven years
1: ago.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's those things are. The game is Few and so far between. today
1: as it was six years ago. We understand
0: that, right? You uh yes, you are correct on that. You are correct. Let's uh let's jump off of that. Other than Ohio State, the Big Ten was absolute garbage this weekend. Uh were you able to see any of the uh the stuff while you were up in Boston? Like uh, well, did you I see followed, any of the crazy I scores?
1: I was fo- yes, I was following all the scores constantly.
0: That's uh, what did you think about BYU twenty four Wisconsin twenty one?
1: I'm I'm actually not going to kill Wisconsin, okay? They're not as good as I thought they were. That's fine. I don't think they're a dead team. I think this BYU team is way better than you or I thought before the season started, and and I yeah. think they're way better. A, they play an insane schedule, and they showed up to play.
0: Yeah, they really did. They they out Wisconsin Wisconsin, right? Exactly. So the uh, the deal here, like Wisconsin. Beat themselves, which is what they normally do to other teams. Um, they had a turnover that was converted into a touchdown, and they missed a field goal. And BYU just, you know, held the rope, did what they were supposed to do, didn't turn the ball over. I mean, it was it, it was the perfect game plan to be able to sneak out of there with a win, uh, especially in a uh, like a letdown look ahead spot when Wisconsin's got Iowa coming up this weekend. So I think they thought they might just be able to sleepwalk through the game like they have with. New Mexico, and who are sisters of the poor that they played in the first week. Uh, but obviously, that was not the case. So, BYU came to play, and, and props to them. Uh, Rutgers went to Kansas, got beat 55-14. But, but we,
1: that, yeah, we don't expect anything out of them. For people to throw them into this, oh, the Big Ten look bad, Rutgers is
0: always bad. I don't think it was so much that like they lost the game. I think it's that they got beat fifty-five to fourteen. They gave up four hundred rushing yards to Kansas. But that is insane.
1: What do we expect from garbage?
0: Yeah, I mean you shouldn't have any kind of expectations. Really, Uh, Temple beat Maryland thirty-five to fourteen. Temple was zero and two coming into this game. They had lost to Villanova and Buffalo, and they did not give up a single offensive score to Maryland. Maryland had a defensive score and a special team score. And that I, one yeah, surprised
1: I can't me. I figure that one out. That one did shock me. Uh, that that might have been the beginning of the end of uh, – For Matt Canada? Know, yeah, that <laughs> Canada's. I thought maybe Canada was going to go on a run there and uh, parlay this into a head coaching job somewhere. May, maybe not.
0: Maybe, maybe not. not. Maybe not. Troy, 24, Nebraska, 19. Uh, I told you last week, without Adrian Martinez – this Nebraska team would be lucky to win three, four ball games. Um, look, the the Branch kid is okay, uh, but this is still a Troy team that got beat at home by thirty something by Boise State. You know, this Nebraska you would think should have been able to get their first win here, and Neil Brown just continues to uh, to hype up his own his own resume here. He gets uh, a good win.
1: This weekend was a great weekend for two guys that I'm in the tank with: Neil Brown, Bill, Bill Clark. Yeah, Bill Clark with me. They started off bad. They let me down a couple of times. I got off of them, but I never go against them.
0: Never. Now you they got ship right.
1: right, and uh, and they both look great.
0: That's uh, me having Tulane minus four last week. I, I thought about it the day of. I said, "What am I doing? Like what?" Ben Why would I Bill do? It's not a smart move. It's not a smart move. South Florida beat Illinois twenty-five to nineteen. Missouri beat uh, Purdue forty to thirty-seven in just a ridiculous back-and-forth game. Purdue had five hundred seventy-two yards passing and still lost. And Purdue is now zero and three on the season, so not good. And then Akron beats Northwestern thirty-nine to thirty-four. That just that that
1: that's the one. Yeah, all of these because I have expectations of Northwestern being
0: good. I just do. Yeah, I mean, it's here's the deal. Northwestern was up twenty-one to three at the half, and Akron ended the game with fifteen penalties for one hundred forty yards, and Akron still won the game. Yeah, Northwestern threw sixes, right? Well, it was two pick sixes and a fumble return for a touchdown.
1: Okay, yeah, three three turnovers for a
0: score. Yeah. that's
1: insane.
0: Uh, It's well, and at at some point, you still had to give up eighteen points to Akron. So, like, I don't know. It's, it, it never made any sense to me. I don't know Nebraska what's going on up there. Be the one that's glad that uh, Akron took that money and ran. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after, uh, after that, I mean, absolutely. Uh, we'll move on to the Pac-12. Pac-12 wasn't great either. Um, let's see. And Fresno State, of course, we, uh, we talked about them knocking out UCLA. Nevada beats Oregon State 30, uh, 37-35. Nevada was actually favored by three and a half. But Oregon State missed a field goal on the last play of the game uh, from 33 yards out, so that that was not good. San Diego State beats Arizona State. Did you see any of this one by chance? No, I watched no Pac-12 after dark. So, so you didn't read any recaps or anything like that. You want me to tell you I don't what happened?
1: Pac-12, yeah.
0: Okay, so Arizona State goes down 28 to 20, or 28 to 14 to San Diego State with like four minutes left, right? And Arizona state comes down the field, scores a touchdown with like a minute and 40 seconds left to make it 28 to 21. San Diego state gets the onside kick and runs the football rather than trying to take a knee. They fumble the ball and give it back to Arizona state with like 14 seconds left in the game. Manny Wilkins throws a, like a 40 something yard pass down to the two yard line, and on the play, like they were not going to review it as a catch or or anything like that. They reviewed it because they called targeting on one of the guys from San Diego State, so they actually review the tape and determine that the guy did not catch the football. Like they weren't going to review it for a catch. They only reviewed it for uh, for targeting, and then they determined that. It was like it was targeting, but he didn't catch the ball. So rather than having a first and ten at the uh, two yard line or first and goal at the two yard line, they've got first and ten from the thirty-five. So with like fourteen seconds left, so they threw a couple of hail marys. It, you know, it, it was it was a weird way for the game to end. So so San Diego State had a game-winning um, targeting. Yeah, a game-winning targeting call. <laughs> it was it was definitely interesting. Uh on the other side of the Pac-12 uh we talked about this a little bit. Texas 37, USC 14. Uh, check out this stat line. USC had 16 rushes for negative 5 yards. Wow. Was that insane? Yeah. I yeah. mean it just That's a lot like that
1: easy. Florida State stat line I gave you the other day from VaTech game back in the First
0: oh yeah yeah it's yeah. crazy crazy uh we talked uh, you know we'll move that into the big 12 stuff oklahoma state 44 boise state 21 don't bet look, against the bullet hey look jim knowles at oklahoma state uh he might be able to bring gundy his first playoff appearance like i, I think that he is a fantastic defense coordinator they've already got 32 tackles for loss this season in three games and they've already got 16 sacks. They had seven sacks against um, uh, against Boise State. So if this game was never in doubt.
1: I I know I know you just can't. All these people in the world, around the country are just chalking up Ohio, uh, Oklahoma as to to winning the Pac-12 and getting a playoff spot and just rolling through. Man, be be real careful about walking over TCU and and uh, and, and Oklahoma State.
0: Yeah. Oh, Oklahoma just, State just, looks really good right now. No, you
1: can't just chalk up W's there now.
0: Nope, you are correct. Uh, let's talk about Texas Tech and Houston. Bard, Does this Bard. game matter?
1: Golly, there was no defense.
0: No, there what was over thirteen hundred yards have, like, of offense.
1: The, like, like the number one draft pick overall, Houston defensive lineman.
0: Like, like this guy can't get him. Ed stuff. Oliver. Well, yeah, it's, he's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud, but like, if you're the only one, you know, there's not a whole lot that you can do. Well, there. that's that's not
1: true. I've, we've watched a lot of only ones for small schools before, and they still wreck quarterbacks. Now, maybe scheming is just better today than it was a couple of years ago, and it's easier for him to, you know, them to get the ball off a lot faster.
0: But he well, that no and position. he got double teamed a lot. Yeah, like a the best un- double movement, and triple you're team. supposed
1: to be able to get through double teams if you're the number one overall draft pick double teams from texas tech should not stop you
0: no you're you're right about that you're Miles right Garrett, about that double,
1: double team by sec guys still got through
0: still got through yeah khalil Mack at buffalo khalil, i mean he he was getting double right. and triple teamed
1: one one guy on a small school still wreaked havoc
0: you got that right you got that right um, let's move on. We'll end with a couple of different things. Uh, Alabama and, and Georgia. We're going to talk about the TCU Oklahoma or Ohio State game. Where did I have that on this? Oh yeah, yeah. I completely, <laughs> I completely skipped over it. The rest of the Big Ten was so bad. I was just like, I ah, get it out of here. Uh have no, the Big Twelve. Uh, the TCU uh, TCU could have won this game. Great, they absolutely could have won this game. It was, it was like a great it, game. Had they not turned the ball over three times. I think they win
1: the, the last 15 20 minutes of that game ended it for them I mean it, it, and it's like you know real time not really clock time like the, the last half of the fourth quarter they just they began to make mistakes that you can't make against Ohio State we, we talk about don't bet against these big monster teams man they're, they're not all unbeatable maybe Alabama and Georgia are but Clemson Clemson's looked beatable they don't scare me you know, the way Alabama and Georgia do. Ohio State has now looked beatable. Oklahoma looked beatable.
0: Yeah. And tell me, Ohio State. No, they all
1: got wins. They're all undefeated. But, but they've played three quality opponents, each one of those schools, and all three of them, they don't scare me.
0: And Tell me this. Uh, I thought Ohio State's defense under Greg Schiano was supposed to be, you know, pretty incredible. They've given up over 500 yards to Oregon State and TCU. Now, they won both games. Yeah, but I mean that's a lot of yardage, a lot of points to be given up if if you're going to be a, a championship team, right?
1: I don't I don't know the talent level that they have. I mean, I'm sure they've got five and four stars all over the place. The only guy on defense that any of the TV guys ever talk about is Watt. That's it. That's it. Like like it's like he's the only guy out there. So I can't even speak intelligently. I watch. You mean you mean second. Bosa? B- Bosa, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, Bosa. Nick Bosa. That's it. <laughs>
0: you that's still thinking of JJ Watt?
1: Yeah. Well. Watts' little brother, no, they're all in the NFL now. Yeah. Yes, they're all out. No, yeah, it's uh, it's Bosa's little brother. He was the only guy they talked about. I listened to the whole game, heard everything about it, and and absolutely felt like they don't talk about any of these guys at all. And and they gave up a lot of yards, but they still made some plays. They made some big plays, and they just didn't get a lot of credit from the TV crews. That, that's shame on Herbie and those guys. Man, they got to do a better job of kind of informing people about who these kids
0: are yeah i i agree uh let's close out with uh with a couple of notes uh boston college looks like they could uh possibly win the acc uh, they and they look I, that i don't think they'll really win it
1: but they're gonna be in that, there's a there's three horses in the acc right now
0: yeah they'll be involved yeah, gonna,
1: in it yeah they're gonna they're gonna have something to say about it uh
0: north texas beat arkansas 44 to 17 did you see the fake punt
1: okay i did and i actually have uh
0: Or not fake punt, fake punt return.
1: I get it. I have a little bit of a problem with this play, okay? In today's world, with all the targeting and all this other stuff, I know the kid never called for it. But if he's just standing still and that player comes up and lays him out, there is no doubt in my mind they throw an unnecessary roughness flag, that guy gets ejected from the game, and they say, well, the player gave himself up. Because I've heard – I've heard them call somebody down for "quote unquote" giving himself up, even though he didn't give a signal. So Arkansas got beat. They got beat hands down. Every inch of the field, they got beat on. That play should have absolutely. That kid should have been called down by just dropping his arms and standing still and walking, like kind of
0: walking away. Yeah, I, I do agree with that. I because do agree with if that.
1: if the because next week, next week somebody else is going to try that and a defensive player is going to And they're going to get killed. (laughs) And and what's going to happen is that defensive player is going to get ejected from the game, that special teams player, is going to be ejected. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty, and they're going to say, well, he gave himself up. The officials mess that up. They absolutely – as soon as the guy drops his arms and starts walking at a real slow pace, the official needs to blow his whistle and say plays dead. You've given yourself up.
0: Yeah, that's okay, so it's somebody on Facebook jumped in. NCAA is looking into making that play illegal yeah. now. Uh, they they, as they, they should. have
1: to because of safety. They, the, a, because the fair catches today, so many times you're running, you're getting blocked, so you can't necessarily keep your eye on the guy you're attacking because you're being blocked. And after you get off your block, do you know if that guy made the fair catch signal or not? Because you can't watch him the whole time. You're messing with a gunner,
0: you know? Yeah no you're you're 100 right about that it's it's absolutely
1: safe it didn't cost arkansas the game arkansas looked like crap they got trashed they should be getting beat they they should be getting all the criticism they're getting i I thought morris would do a much better job than he's doing there but that that play that play shouldn't be on all the highlight reels and we shouldn't all be laughing at arkansas for it i just disagree with that
0: no arkansas we need to be laughing at because they threw six interceptions um Let's close out with these two stats. I got two stats for you, okay? Okay. First off, we're going to start with Tua on third downs this year. Have you heard this stat yet?
1: No, no, because I haven't paid
0: attention to a single Alabama game yet. On third downs, Tua Tonga-Vailoa is 12 of 12 for 297 yards and six touchdowns. Is that into? Oh, and and he's also run for three other first downs on third down. Um, and then we'll close with this one. Give it a little hometown love. You ready? All right. Memphis running back Daryl Henderson is leading the country in rushing. Thirty-six carries for five hundred and twenty-one yards and six touchdowns. One hundred and seventy-three point six seven yards per game. 14.47 yards every time he touches the ball.
1: Well, he sure as hell didn't do it against a Navy game.
0: No, he had like 7.8 yards per carry in, in Navy, uh, but they they didn't give him the ball. I think he touched well, it like 12 times. Whatever happened didn't help me at all. <laughs> I think uh, I think Norvell is fixing that problem. I, I, he gave it to he gave it to Daryl Henderson quite a bit against Georgia I mean, State, they, and he went off.
1: Play like McNeil or something like
0: that. Oh, yeah. No, we'll we'll get it all rolling again. All right, that's going to wrap up the uh, college football week three recap. So we'll be back in, uh, in just a bit with an NFL recap. Winnie Cures Everything week two NFL recap brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. You can watch Wager on any of the games down at any of their five, soon to be six, sportsbook locations go check them out at tunicatravel.com you can also get anything that you need to know about the games about the odds about whatever at winningcureseverything.com chris let's just uh, let's fire this thing off all right pat pat mahomes may be the greatest quarterback that there has ever been in the history of the world
1: right he looks pretty exciting he's
0: uh It's like, like Ryan Fitzpatrick might have something that to say Andy about
1: Reed it. Andy Reid has waited his entire life for.
0: That's exactly what – everybody questioned whether or not Alex Smith was, you know, why Why would you get rid of a guy that you know, you know, that, that has taken you to the playoffs, that, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But the reason you do that is because this guy is a baller. Like, you just know he's a baller, right? Andy, Andy Reid – this, this whole move
1: makes me so excited, though. This is a gambler's move right here. He could make the playoffs for the rest of his life with Alex Smith. He yeah. could win the NFC or the AFC, AFC West, compete with – I mean, he's owned the Patriots the last couple of years with Smith, and, and he could live an unbelievable life that's going to put him into the Hall of Fame and compete for Super Bowls.
0: Well and Alex said, Smith was, was leading the league in, in pass right. efficiency last year. He finally he said, had weapons yeah. around him.
1: And he said, I think this kid's better. I think this kid's more explosive. I'm gonna I'm gonna gamble on giving up all of that. Yeah. And and we're gonna roll with this. He's dominated the AFC West, and yeah. now it's he's not even close. It's scary. He's thirty-eight out of
0: fifty-five, five hundred and eighty-two yards with ten touchdowns. Zero interceptions. It's his second year in the league. And look, 10 touchdowns through two weeks has never been done in NFL history. That is. Sunday against the
1: Steelers, he had more touchdowns and he had incompletions. He threw six TDs. <laughs> he only had five incompletions. How crazy is that?
0: Right. Well, it, it's about as crazy as the Steelers being favored at Tampa Bay on Monday night. So, but we'll, we'll get to that in our picks, right? We'll, we'll get to that. Sure. Uh, Let's jump into Ryan Fitzpatrick, or Fitzmagic, right? All right? He's the NFC MVP leader right now. Who the fuck uh, is
1: Jameis Winston?
0: Oh, my God, this guy. Look, Tampa Bay moves to 2-0 with the 27-21 win over the Philadelphia Eagles, who are very excited to be getting Carson Wentz back in week three. Uh, but Tampa Bay, behind Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, this team looks like they like each other. Like they are comfortable. Look, Fitzpatrick coming out wearing Deshaun Jackson's uh, clothes at that press conference was bananas, absolutely insane. But they look like they're having fun.
1: So, so here's no, they're they're having fun. Winning is fun. Scoring a lot of points is fun. Here's the thing that shocks me: the dude put up these big numbers against the Eagles, who we both agree we think have two of the top, one of the top three. Defenses in all the country, if not the best overall defense in the country. Oh yeah! I thought they were going to come down to earth. Nothing against Fitzpatrick or the Bucks' offense, but just because I assumed, man, the Saints' defense is just garbage, and this is a real defense that won a Super Bowl. Like these guys are no joke. You can't just go push them
0: around. I man, they went in there and pushed them around. Yeah, it's it's not that uh, the Saints' defense they is garbage four either. He
1: to four different people.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's, he's spreading
1: the ball around. He, it's not like is, he's just got one guy he's feeding.
0: We, we're talking about how good uh, Mahomes looked because he's thrown for 582 yards. Yeah. Fitzpatrick is 48 of 61. He's only had 13 incompletions on the season God. for 819 yards with eight touchdowns and one pick. I don't it's I don't get
1: it. Just, it's just insane. Um, the, the, the magic questions are can he keep it up? Because he is old,
0: man. What is he, 38? Does his 14th year in the league. Golly. so So 36, man. 37.
1: Probably somewhere around there. And yeah. then the other thing is is there's no way they go back to Jameis, right?
0: Not I mean, right was- now. The So offshore odds have got this set up where I think it's like Fitzpatrick remains the starter at minus 400 right now. Okay, so it it looks like it's going to stay Fitzpatrick, and I cannot say that I blame him. Like, well, no, why See, would... I
1: talked about this before the season even started.
0: Yeah, why would you ever For, bring him forget, back?
1: Forget about Winston at all, or, or Fitzpatrick at all. Let's say he's just garbage. Jameis Winston is not good. He's not who you want to build around. And the thing that I I have learned most about watching Bill Belichick run teams is, as soon as you feel like you have a losing hand, you fold it. You don't care that the guy still has something productive to you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you can't yeah. win with him, you fold, and you just yeah. move on. And if you're bad for a year, that's fine. You figure it out the next year. But you don't keep paying somebody who you know you can't win with. I I would have moved on from Jameis already. There have been people that are talking, you know, are they going to put him on the trade block? What, what would his value even be? I don't even know what that would be.
0: Uh, I'm sure he'd be useful as a backup somewhere, right? Like, that's the only thing that I can think of. I, I don't know that anybody in the league would actually trust him right now. Um, and it, it definitely makes him look bad that he has had all these weapons and everything in Tampa Bay, and, and try- Fitzpatrick comes in and he just looks amazing immediately. This late
1: 30-year-old this late man with a big-ass beard from Harvard comes in and just makes him look foolish.
0: Yes, Yes, you've uh, you've got that right. You you brought up something interesting that'll move us into uh, the next topic. Uh you talked about folding a losing hand. Vontae Davis quits <laughs> at the mi- like just at halftime. Doesn't even come back out for the second half. He was I'm inactive out. week 1 and he comes into the locker room at halftime, he's a little slower, he's getting beat on some things, right? And he's just like Peace. I'm out. Like, Not does doing this it surprise you? Would you have done this? No, no. I, w- I wish I, I had this it. kind of money. Like, that's what I wish. <laughs>
1: well, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. No, now, if I had that kind of money, there were plenty of jobs that I would quit just midstream on. But, but I, I don't
0: know. He, so signed, I he signed a $5 million deal this year. Now, he's walking away from it, which means he well, made that's right. He's like,
1: he paid hardly any of it.
0: Yeah, which, so he's walking away from that money, which means he's made enough money to be able to walk away from $5 million to play for one season.
1: Well, I mean, now, as... we, now I don't know about that. He There's a really good chance if he was that slow and getting beat that bad that he felt like, I'm going to get cut. And I don't really want to get embarrassed by being cut. But wait till the game's over with, man. I mean, finish yeah. the game, you guys. Pull a hammy. Tell him I can't go back in there. And then after the game, just say, look, I, I've lost it, and I'm out. But he just walked on
0: him. Yeah, that, was, uh, that that's, it was a weird situation. When, when I saw that come across the timeline, it was like Bill's player retires at halftime. It's like, oh, God, they've got so many things going wrong up there. Uh, talking about things going wrong, Daniel Carlson, is out of a job after going 0-3 for 3, uh, in kicking against the Green Bay Packers on Sunday. 29-29 to 29 ties, so all the people that had the Vikings minus one, one and a half, not happy campers. Um, they bring in uh, Dan Bailey. All right. But no one wants to talk about kickers. Kickers
1: suck, and we don't want to talk about kickers, but we don't want to talk about this game, okay?
0: Let's talk about the Let's, game. All
1: right, so let me ask you a question. and I ask you a question. I think the media is getting something wrong. They're just getting something really wrong. You cannot like the the, the the rule, okay? The the personal foul, roughing the passer, unnecessary roughness that that uh that was that was on Kirk Cousins for uh, when he threw that interception would have ended the game, whatever, gave him the first down and said they drive down, um and, and tie the game, whatnot. All right. Right. You can you can not like the rule. But everyone keeps saying well i don't know what they're supposed to do. know they're... it's pretty clear you can't put all your body weight on him he hit him with his shoulder clean perfect hit and then he drove him to the ground now because he didn't land flat on him doesn't mean he didn't drive his shoulder into him which drove him into the ground i don't like the rule i'm not a fan of the rule but let's not act like it wasn't called correctly it was absolutely called correctly he drove all of his body weight. On to Kirk Cousins in that play. Other than that, it was a clean hit. I don't like the rule, but nobody gave Green Bay that game away.
0: Yeah, no, they. It, everybody knows what the rule is, and you're right. That's right. You're right. And at this point, there's no sense in whining about this anymore. We understand what it is. It's, look, you're going to have to count on your cornerbacks, your defensive backs, to make plays in the secondary ah. and – You know, you you can rush and bring pressure on these quarterbacks, but if you get a chance to tee off on them, you got to do it very very gingerly, right? Well, I mean, what they
1: want you to do, I don't know how easy it is because I haven't tackled anybody in a long, long time and have no desire to try, okay? (laughs) But, But what they want is when you hit them, roll twist if you spin and you turn so you're not driving your shoulder with all of your force into them on the ground that's all they want you to do is to make some sort of effort to fall sideways now i know a lot about falling sideways i went skiing one time in my life (laughs) snow skiing and i got pretty good at going down And, and and i don't i don't understand all the physics or anything i know this big boy going in one direction down a snow hill picks up a lot of speed the farther he goes. But I could not stop him. did not know how to stop him. And so I just got where I got dangerously close to a tree, and I fell. That's all you have to do. When you slam into him, just fall. Just fall the other way. Turn to the left or turn to the right and fall. And everyone keeps saying, well, they're not thinking about that. How, how much thought goes into falling? Like, you're going to get penalized if you don't. But I think if they give any effort whatsoever in making it look like they tried, I think they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, when
0: they, they, make they won't get like called. They don't
1: try at all. They're getting no benefit of the doubt. They're getting the flag every
0: time. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, let's move off of that. Let's talk about 0-2 teams. Because I'm sure everybody likes right? to talk about losers, right? Uh, sure. Which 0-2 team can still make the playoffs? I'm going to give you the list, okay? The yeah. Bills – the Texans, the Raiders, the Giants, the Lions, the Cardinals, and now the Seahawks. Can any of those teams still make the playoffs? There's about a 12% chance for 0-2 teams to make it.
1: The only one that I could ever think of is if the Giants can do something with their offensive line between now and then, and it's only because that division looks winnable. Nobody in that division looks great and, and everybody in that division has one loss. They've got two. They're only one game back of everybody. So that, that is the only team that I think has a chance at all.
0: Well, I mean, what about the, uh, the Texans?
1: No, no. I think the Jaguars are real. And, yeah. and I, don't, I don't think the Texans are getting to nine or ten wins. Um, all right, so we'll take this back to Patrick Mahomes. Let's, let's be real careful. We've got two games. Two great games, and he earns all the accolades that he's getting right now. Okay, Watson had four unbelievable games that made us think this guy is the MVP of the league last year. It was him or Carson Wentz before he went down. He don't look like that now. Once the NFL gets something on you, sometimes those numbers go down, and they go down quickly. So let's let's just be real
0: careful. Well, the other with side the of this, like the other side of this, is. Watson is coming off of an injury, and Mahomes hasn't been injured yet. I don't. I don't but, think the injury has anything to do with why Watson looks bad. I think
1: the NFL has got his number. They know how to slow him down. They know how to contain him, and and a lot of that he's probably handcuffed by Bill O'Brien. I mean, we're
0: going to get to a segment later about that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. We uh we will definitely get to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know, that may, maybe the Seahawks, but I don't, I don't think they've got enough in the tank right now to be able to make the playoffs. Uh, the Cardinals are really bad. The Lions, I'd like to think that Patricia could get it turned around, but I don't think he's going to this year. It's going to take,
1: take time. And, and the, yeah. the problem with Patricia is is they're going from a coach that won nine games last year and all the players loved to a coach that's 0-2 and, and a lot of the players hate. You know, yeah. Patricia's doing that. Coach him hard. He's not a player's coach. He didn't care if you're his friend or not. When you jump offside, you run laps. When you fumble, you run laps. When you make a mistake, he makes you run. And these players aren't liking that word out of Detroit. Yeah. And so, and so they're not, you know, playing hard for him. At some point, if you're ownership and management, you've got to figure out: Are we okay with a guy coaching our guys hard and holding them to a standard and making them better, or? They're just not going to play for him. We got to get somebody in the guys will play for him. And I don't know the answer to that.
0: Yeah, I think, like, obviously he's going to stick around for this year and probably well, yeah, next year. This year next year. But whether that lasts past that, we'll see. Um, let's talk about the Titans beating the, uh, the Texans. And, okay. and we don't have to spend long on this, but the Titans were without their top three tackles. Without Marcus Mariota – Without Delaney Walker, uh, yeah, they played at home, but there,
1: there's no way they should have won this game.
0: Yeah, it didn't make any sense. It it, it does let you know why Mike Mularkey was fired and why Vrabel was hired, right? It's yep. this was coaching, like a hundred percent. I don't think
1: Vrabel's going to be the second coming of Belichick, or yeah,
0: Arden and I don't think he will be.
1: But, but he outcoached but, yeah. Bill O'Brien.
0: He yeah, big time. Um, the fake punt was wonderful to watch Uh, where they throw it over to uh, Kevin Baird for the touchdown. Um, I mean, just everything about this seemed goofy, right? Like the, the clock mismanagement for Bill O'Brien's team at the end of the game. I, I I just could not understand what was happening here. You know, they, they line up uh, because they've got Blaine Gabbert, they line up Derek Henry in the Wildcat, they even let him throw out of the Wildcat. Uh, they don't let Blaine Gabbert beat them, right? Like, I'm not talking about the Texans. I'm talking about the Titans didn't let their yeah. own quarterback beat them. They kind of took the ball out of his hands, and it was the smartest thing that they could have ever done. And it was just well, yeah, an, a, what, I mean, an amazing what game.
1: Jacksonville did up until Blake figured out how to play quarterback recently, but most all of last year, they just said we're not going to let you you mess this up
0: so you uh you bring up a, an interesting thing because we'll move on to that next topic Blake Bortles whipped your Patriots yeah yeah that uh, was they're insane they bad
1: at defense uh, that's yeah crazy.
0: it and and that's what's crazy is you know we talked about Deshaun Watson and whatnot and we thought best, okay well the best we've won pressure
1: fowler uh, went out first quarter of the game that hurts yeah I mean, it's one player, but, I mean, he's he's, the best, he's the best defensive player we got. So, yeah. that kind of sucks. When your defense is already really bad, you take the best piece away, it doesn't
0: help. Well, the Jaguars uh, did not even have Leonard Fournette, and Bortles' numbers were 29 out of 45, 377 yards, four touchdowns. Can't cover uh, it. Hey, they're, they're, tell me this. The Jaguars wide receiver core, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Dante Moncrief, Cole, Safarian Jenkins. That's like a sneaky good wide no, receiver. No, it's court. not. No, it's not. No, don't say I'm no, t- no it's from, not. From, yeah, from it's this not. angle. It's not. It's not. <laughs> You're wrong. It's not. They're so you're not telling me good. that They're Blake Bortles is actually good. a good quarterback. They're
1: not going to look that good against any other team except for maybe when they play the Colts twice. There's <laughs> no other defense. They're going to play this that bad. They're just not.
0: How are you, Pat? Going to fix this?
1: Well, they'll fix it. They'll make moves. Bill always makes moves. The first four games, the first four games of the season for the last four years, everybody has buried them. Now uh, they're done. This is the year they fall off. This is the year Bill forgets it all. This is the year. This is <laughs>
0: every the year. year it's happens? the same thing.
1: Every year, then the AFC Championship game, they're in the Super Bowl. They win the Super Bowl. One what? of those three things is going to happen. So. It's the first four weeks. He's figuring it out. He's going to make five to seven moves between now and week eight or nine, and this is all going to be fine.
0: Now, one of them moves was, uh, was to get Josh Gordon from your Browns.
1: That's right. That's right.
0: That's How do you right. feel about it?
1: I feel pretty good about it. Now, listen, I'm not getting too excited. We'll know quickly if, within two weeks if Josh Gordon is still on this team or not. Okay. But if he's fine. If he's not injured and he's healthy and he can come in and he can play, he can be dangerous. And if he can't, and if he doesn't get right, we'll know quickly and he'll be cut almost immediately and it'll cost them nothing, nothing. They traded a fifth round pick. And if he doesn't start, if he doesn't start 10 games this season, okay, then they get a seventh round pick back. So where the Pats usually pick from where the Cleveland usually picks, that fifth
0: to seventh round pick's not a whole lot
1: different. It's about no, the
0: it's, sixth round. it's the sixth round in between there. So there
1: you go. Not too they bad. They
0: gave up nothing. Let's talk about the Rams defense and we'll uh, we'll close up with this and, uh, and one other thing. Rams defense has been bonkers this year. Uh, is it because of opponents or are they actually that good? They uh, the past six quarters, they've given up zero points, only two hundred and forty four yards. They've had 16 drives against them and only given up 11 first downs. But here's the the difference.
1: Take the Arizona
0: game out. That's what I was going to say. They've only had two sacks on 69 dropbacks. So they're not beating teams the way that you would think with Sue and Donald back there. So just take Arizona out.
1: Arizona's
0: garbage. And the Raiders are garbage, right? Well, the
1: Raiders aren't good. They're an offensively good team. But, you know, they shut them down in the fourth quarter. Okay. All right. But they scored on them in the first
0: couple of quarters. So. Yeah. They
1: couldn't yeah. stop Cooks. So.
0: No, nah, they, they couldn't early. Uh, but they, they figured out how to in the second half. But
1: that's all he uh, had. That's all you got to stop is one guy, and he's a mediocre tight end in the NFL.
0: Let's uh, Let's close out on this. Okay. The Falcons actually scored touchdowns in the red zone against the Panthers. Were you surprised by this? Um.
1: I was surprised a little panthers Panthers looked beat up yes. after cam took that shot. He was not the same the rest of the game. He probably should not have been playing quarterback the rest of the game
0: i uh, I think I agree with you uh the falcons and that
1: that was a dirty ass play It was just all there was yeah. to it. it was absolutely flat out taking a shot at a guy trying to knock him out of the game
0: well and and I feel like people do that to Cam Newton every week. Yeah, like well, we, we don't have to rehash this uh, this argument, but because he is bigger, for whatever it's it's kind of like the Hack-a-Shaq thing where yeah. NBA refs just wouldn't call fouls, and, you know, on players trying to guard Shaq. He like he it's the same calls. thing here. Yeah, okay. um, him
1: and, him and him and him and Gronk are the same guy. Gronk doesn't get pass interference calls against him at all because he's just so much bigger than the guys covering him. cam doesn't doesn't get the roughing roughing penalties he doesn't get the respect that all the rest of the quarterbacks get they say he's a runner when really he's running back trying to make passes um and he's still getting hit uh he's just he's just never going to get those calls it's obscene um i don't i don't know how to police the game if the refs won't do it so
0: no that's that's the crazy thing there's i don't know what the bias is I, i really don't understand it um But, yeah, so the the stats are they scored four times in the red zone, Uh, two touchdown passes, one to Calvin Ridley, uh, one to Hooper, um, and then two Matt Ryan runs into the end zone. Here's the deal. Uh, In nine red zone attempts this season, the Falcons have 35 points. In nine red zone attempts this season for the San Francisco 49ers uh, and Kyle Shanahan, they have 36 points. Really not that different this year. And it's only through two weeks. Obviously, we'll see what else happens. Kyle uh,
1: Shanahan doesn't have anybody as close to good as Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman in the backfield, or Julio Jones. That's just it. You're talking about three massive skill players that they don't have in San Francisco. And they're not close. There's not a receiver that's on the planet with with Julio. And neither one of the running backs that are – playing right now for the 49ers they're doing fine they're not garbage they're playing well but but they're not Devontae freeman and tevin coleman
0: no that's you're you're good. right you're right all right that's gonna wrap up the uh, the recap remember go check out tunicatravel.com go check out winningcureseverything.com we will be back later this week with um oh gosh we've got picks and previews and all kind of mess right so pay attention to the YouTube channel, pay attention to Facebook, pay attention to Twitter, all the wonderful things. We will see you guys later this week. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash you can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow myself at Gary WCE.
1: You follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I.
0: You can also email the show. That's Winning Cures Everything at gmail.com. And we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time,
1: have a good one, guys.